Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. I have a few short stories referencing At Your Edge. When I was a child in gym class, we practiced walking on a balance beam. It was a bit nerve-wracking. Apparently, if you walk a beam only two or three inches off the ground, it's easier. But walking a beam four feet off the ground takes a bite out of your confidence. I tried to be confident four feet off the ground, but it was still tricky. And then later, when I was a young mother with little ones, We would visit a state park on occasion. We climbed a high cliff and came to an edge with a very long drop. It was roped off, but ropes don't stop little kids. They started right for the edge. As my stomach churned and turned somersaults, I quickly intervened and pulled them back from the edge. And then there was another season of life where I experienced being at my edge when difficulties and losses piled high. I was at the edge of my endurance. Incidentally, it was terribly uncomfortable. And it was at this edge I learned some critical skills and maneuvers. I grew into a new maturity, as I realized from God's point of view that life's beam is only a few inches off the ground. He stabilizes my balance, closely spots my walk, and keeps me safe. This gave me hope. Do you know how it feels to be at your edge? Have you ever been there? Perhaps you've been living at your edge a long time. It's scary to live at the edge of what you think you can manage and cope with, not knowing what's beyond. To be at your edge is often an up-down phenomenon and a come-go experience. Some days you feel you can't take any more, and the next day you're more okay. Sometimes in one day you can bump up and then down again. Well, let's explore human nature when we talk about the idea of living at your edge. There are many people in this world who do daring performances— From self-video of dangerous maneuvers on a mountainside ledge just to share on social media and then plunge to that person's death, to a tightrope over Niagara Falls with somebody on their back, to trapeze stunts in a circus. Some people like living at the edge of what is safe or even flaunting their ability to endure with nerves of steel and a daredevil lifestyle. And, I have to add, living at the edge of God's warnings. Did you know you can step away from living unsafely at your edge? Living at the edge of all you can endure is something most people don't want to do. It's not only scary, it's also heartbreaking. Why do I say that? Well, because if you continue to live at the edge of what you can endure, you've likely endured a lot. People who have gone through losses and severe grief know the edge well. This is the place where hope is either lost 
or rediscovered. It could be a death, betrayal, severe illness, a divorce, financial ruin, or even a huge pileup of too many little things. So what have you found at your edge? Hope or no hope? If you stay on the edge, frozen in fear and perhaps imprisoned in grief, gazing at the drop below, you feel hopeless. You feel frustrated and maybe even angry. Sometimes you lose focus in this predicament. Face to face with reality, at your edge, you don't see a way across to better days, to renewed hope. In fact, it seems impossible. But you've been told God's power can make a difference in your life. You've also heard the next step is a leap of faith. Right. But what if? Yes, what if the beam is only a few inches off the ground? If Jesus is all around on every side, underneath, over, inside you, then you are truly less than inches away from support and safety, right? Even if you are suspended on a precarious precipice, right? That's right. Don't give up. Change your perspective to this thought by faith. Incidentally, taking up this kind of thinking puts your hand back in the hand of hope. If you choose to grab onto hope through Jesus, hope is yours. God's love, His presence, and hope are abundant at your edge. You know, there's also redemption at a person's edge. Jesus promised never to leave or forsake you from Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. He also promised to redeem all things, make all things new. Check out Revelations 21 verse 5. And he says that all things work together for good to those who love God. Romans 8, 28. These promises and so many more give you a beam to walk on. Though it seems so narrow, keep remembering that in Christ, it's only a few inches from safety. Jesus will catch you. It's time to step forward. Romans 5 verses 3 through 5 says this, We also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us. Why? Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who He has given to us. This scripture talks about deeper, richer, good stuff that happens at your edge but you must participate to reconnect with hope. In Christ, you can do all things. Philippians 4 verse 13. At your edge, you can reconnect with God's hope. Well, apparently, you and I have everything needed to live confidently, safely, and with hope at your edge. 2 Peter 1 verse 3 says, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. This verse is saying that even at your very edge, you still have 
what you need. In fact, you have everything you need. It says He's given us everything we need for a godly life. Will you choose to accept this and to think like this? Change your perspective at your edge. Please, just come near God, and He promises to come near to you from James 4, 8. He will help you at your edge. You will get to know Him. Truly, He will keep you safe at your edge. When you stay hidden with Christ in God, from Colossians 3, verse 3, God's power changes you. Your character becomes rich, stable, strong, and full of hope. You become more like Jesus with courage and confidence. So, you have a choice. Trust Jesus and take a leap of faith or remain incapacitated at your edge. So, why not trust God fully? Let go at your edge and fall less than a few small inches into his great provisions. It's a very good place to be. Alrighty, so I'm going to give you some easy-to-remember action steps. The first one is to believe Jesus and his promises when you're at your edge, because he is with you. The second one is to obey his word, and that's because it holds secrets of well-being when they're put into practice. The third thing is to rest in Him. You can watch Him do what only He can do. And then the fourth thing is to rejoice and walk forward at your edge. Choose eager expectation as your loving, powerful God handles your situation. Okay, so those easy-to-remember action steps again are number one, believe, number two, obey, number three, rest, and number four, rejoice and walk forward. If you follow these action steps, you will grow tremendously in three ways at least, and many more as well. But let's talk about the three. The first is you will grow in perseverance. You can live your life with courage even at your edge and come out with perseverance. The second is character. Measure your heart to be like the heart of Jesus, and whatever doesn't match, change it and ask God to change you as you do the action. So the second thing is character. The third thing is hope. God's invisible power makes life meaningful and worth living. So when you believe, number one, obey, number two, rest, number three, in Him, and rejoice and walk forward, number four, you learn to grow in perseverance, in character, and in hope. Why does hope in God accomplish so much? Remember what we explored earlier from Romans 5, verse 5? It said, And hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out into your hearts through the Holy Spirit, whom He has given to us. Hope does not disappoint us. Why not? It's because God's love is literally poured into your heart. His very own Spirit lives inside you when you 
trust Him for salvation and for forgiveness of sins. God wants you to succeed, but He wants you to succeed His way because it's better. He is at your edge with you, very invested in your safety, growth, development, and training. I want to give you some scriptures that you can hang on to when you're at your edge. Sometimes staring at threatening emptiness and a possible fall in front of you, you need to pause and take a moment to reflect on some scriptures from your heart with resolved faith in the God who loves you. The first scripture is from Psalm 131, verse 2. I calm and quiet my soul. The next one is Psalm 46, verse 10. Be still and know that He is God. Then from Matthew 19, verse 26, With man, these things are impossible, but with God, all things are possible. From James 1, verse 5, you hear, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. And then flipping to Psalm 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And then a final verse that I want to give you is Philippians 3, verse 12. I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. So those are some scriptures that you can use at your edge. And I know that you can grab onto many more that you've probably read or memorized. God keeps you safe on every side, only inches away at your edge. Here are some application thoughts and questions. Number one, what's your story at your edge? Two, have you grabbed onto renewed hope? Three, incidentally, if hope, help, and safety are inches away, will you receive them? If not, why not? Number four, why not grab onto the promise that you have everything you already need? Five, do you believe, obey, rest, and rejoice as you walk forward? And then number six, are you training in perseverance, in character, and in hope? And that takes some effort and commitment on your part, because God will do His part. I invite you to follow us on your favorite social media. Do sign up on our email list to receive weekly articles and episodes. Plus, tune in to our weekly podcast using your preferred podcast app, or you can even use the online player at the top of each article. Visit our website, for resources to get into God's Word and live an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources, including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed. 
living an alive and active life.